0: Wake up, wake up, wake up, and stay woke, cause this is the Ball Hog Sports Talk with your boy B Brown, E S Q, aka the Ball Hall, aka the Mouth of the South. This is the place where sports, business, and entertainment collide, and we gonna give it to you rough, rugged, and raw. So come get you a spoonful, like some grits with butter. And salt. You know how we do it in the South, y'all. Make sure you do not get caught in your feelings. Strap on your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Come on. Let's go. Go, 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 go. go. What's up, what's up, what's up? You know what it is, it's the Ballhawk Sports Talk with your boy, B-Brown ESQ, AKA the Ballhawk, AKA the Mouth of South, AKA Mr. Excessive Celebration in the building, y'all. We gonna have us a great day. It is Friday, it is inauguration week. It's about the commencement, the new beginning, uh, but the same old Ballhawk Sports Talk. Uh, If you've never been here before in the Ballhawk Sports Talk, the way we do it, we do it rough, rugged, and raw, and we come at you from sports, business, and entertainment because that's where the three of them collide right in the Ballhawk Sports Talk. And this week, this episode uh, is entitled Destroy and Rebuild. And uh, we've heard a lot about Destroy and Rebuild this week, because again, it is inauguration week. We've heard about it's time to rebuild. And so, uh, like always in the Ball Ballhawk Sports Talk, we don't make things simple. Stick with us and you'll understand the complex nature of how destroy and rebuild also has impacted the sports world. Uh, this week, we're going to start off with uh, a frequent guest and contributor. My man with uh, quite the plan has his own show, but he comes on the Ball Ballhawk Sports Talk. Uh, please welcome to the show, my man Big Flow from the Big Flow Show. What's good, America? How you all doing today? What's up? What's I love how you say what's good America? Because we trying to talk to every household in America this week, inauguration week. We still gonna give them the sports freestyle. You know how we do
1: it. You ready to give the audience man, what they I'm came? Ready to, for? Go, baby, ready to go. Sorry, man. i Got uh excuse my uh my appearance today. I'm from a remote location. Um, got some different things going on in my household that kicked me out of my studio. So I got a little <laughs> glare going on to you, but i going to bring you the same energy that I bring you every week. Let's go. That's what's up, man. That's why I like you, man, because you, you're consistent.
0: Um, All the best to everybody in the household, even Appreciate though you've you. been displaced from the studio. Yes. Godspeed from the Ballhawk Sports All right, cool. Appreciate it. We're going to hop right in, man. Um, You know how it is, sports freestyle, hot 16. We give them 16 minutes of that hot fire, and we're going to start with a, a topic that, i think is going to be quite interesting um we used this week the topic destroy and rebuild and that comes from the concept that nas remember you remember good old nas nas after ether came out with this song destroy and rebuild and he was just feeling himself at that point he was going at everybody man and so we're gonna start with a little bit of that same bravado that same sort of uh cockiness and get right into the nfl playoffs because bills mafia is officially officially back in the building since the 90s what did you think about that round of the playoffs as they
1: proceeded to the afc championship game are the bills for real i think the bills are for real i mean I, i think kc still is a squad to beat but the Bills are for real. They better come correct. I think KC better look. And hey, we're going to notice these, these team keeps winning every week. They got a great quarterback. They got a fantastic receiver. Defense is doing well. Um, I think they're there. And I think the the their their fan base, the Bills Mafia, is standing behind them 100%. So uh, they better hope they can't make the trip to Kansas. I assume it's to Kansas City. They can't make that trip out of Kansas City with COVID to keep them out of there. But I, I, like, I like what the Bills are doing, man. I like what the Bills are doing. They're, they have a history of being number two. Um, in the NFL uh, dating years back. So maybe they can make themselves back to number two again, but we'll see. Talk about
0: destroy and rebuild. Uh, that reputation as an organization was destroyed, not going to one, not two, not three, but four AFC championships uh, or four Super Bowls, rather. Bowl. Yeah, you, know, you had to go to AFC championship, to go to Super Bowl, but losing all four of them and they have rebuilt that thing. Shout out to Bill's Mafia. As a Browns fan, I know you like the, 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 the Bears. It gives us hope, man. It gives us hope. I did see during the game, though, that Lamar Jackson unfortunately got hurt. He sustained a concussion, went down, couldn't play the rest of the game. But Bill's Mafia gets even more of a shout out because in his stay, he had to be admitted to the hospital for some short period of time just to check on him, just make sure he's okay. But during that time, Bill's Mafia started what was a campaign to donate to his uh, to his his charity, which is uh, backpacks with benefit was it called something about backpacks. Yeah. Um, but 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 three hundred and sixty thousand dollars of blessings in a backpack. That sounds like a, a drug deal, really. But it's not
1: dirty, though. It's it's not not dirty you know,
0: I, you're right. I take that back. It's it's yeah. blessings, real blessings in a backpack. Not the yeah. ones I'm talking about um, But three hundred sixty thousand in
1: dollars in a few short days. So
0: shout out to Bill's Mafia, man, because they didn't have to I, do that. I
1: thought that was one of the classiest moves I've seen um, where they support the other teammate. They, I think everybody donated eight bucks or whatever. And it kind of shows you how how quickly uh, an idea can spread with such a short commitment. How hard is it to jump on for eight bucks and everybody does it? But the kids benefit. I think it's a class move. Um, I know we have a lot of uh, competitiveness in us and we want to step on each other's necks. But, you know, in, in the, in the class where we see uh, a president that doesn't show up to shake hands at the end of the game, I think it's good to see Bill's Mafia set the example a little better than our president did. Send $8 to the dude. He lost. It wasn't in a weird way where they gave him money, some sort of embarrassing way, it was a very good way in class move. Hats off to Bill's Mafia. I,
0: I'll leave that there because shout out to them for doing that. Um, the Browns, you know. Man, I struggle with putting this on the topic list today because my Browns should have been the AFC champions. They should have been. They were so close. But this stupid rule, which I have now decided to announce today, that this is the worst rule in all of sports. There is no way that if I am going to reach for the goal line and fumble it and it goes out of the end zone. There's no way that the other team should get the ball. Is this the worst rule in all of sports? And yes, I'm biased. Yes, I'm bitter. Yes, I'm still licking my wounds. But I still think, objectively,
1: sort of, that this is the worst rule in all of sports. What say you? B, you know what, man? I gotta, I gotta break it to you, man. I completely fucking agree. Um, this, I've, I've said this for years. If you fumble the ball at the ten yard line and it dribbles out at the one yard line, you get the ball at the one yard line. So you get, you get to take advantage of the fumble forward. But if that so happens to hit the pylon, the other team gets the ball at the twenty. Why not bring it back to the one? Why not bring you back to the twenty? Anything but a turnover. I'll never understand that rule. I've always thought it was the dumbest rule in sports. Well before this, I'm glad that. I, so unfortunately, y'all had to take one on the chin to really see it uh, in more ways than one. Because I guess the other argument is that was that was that a targeting or I can't remember what they call it in the NFL, but was that what we what the college are called targeting? Right. Yeah. I, I think that's a little shaky just because of the way that plays. I'm I'm a big guy on the bang-bang element of football. You can't really just call penalties like that. He just tried to hit the guy. But I think it's the dumbest rule. I'm glad it got surfaced in a way that was so meaningful. And they should change it. There's no justification for it whatsoever. Uh, I, I absolutely agree with you. But y'all still would have lost, though. Let's not – I'd be remiss if I just say y'all still would have lost again.
0: If we got that touchdown – the Browns, the Browns are destined to lose. they just, I mean, you're not there. No, nah, man, not that, weak. We, look, not that weak.
1: we we only lost by five, truth, baby.
0: and that would have changed the entire dynamic of the game. Now, granted, the game changed even more when Patrick Mahomes went down. And I love the fact that his mom, uh, by way of Twitter, took a shot at the, the linebacker Matt Wilson, and, and told him basically you're a dirty player. Uh, Matt Wilson responded with, with kind words, they had a a real interesting exchange, but it just goes to show you man both of us have been at the youth level coaching mamas don't ever outgrow that don't mess with my baby i'm
1: gonna say shout out to, to matt wilson's mom he was raised right true because in this day and age people go to war with anybody people's wives and whatever when i say he was raised right he came back he didn't he didn't apologize for his actions he said what he did was right at the end, he gave her a little compliment. She had to come back and come back and be like, you know, I'm sorry, baby. I was just being mama bear. I mean, he handled that effortlessly. I must, this is my last political shot. But damn it, if our president, old president, could have done some stuff like that, be to learn how to have a little diplomacy and his answers, do some stuff and handle it. Everybody left happy. Everybody left happy. Everybody left happy, man. That's hard to do. So shout out to Mac Wilson. Shout out
0: to the Cleveland Browns that um, can now officially be deemed as the afc champion favorites for next season yeah i said it afc champion favorites for next season watch out for your boy man baker baker touchdown maker y'all gonna stop talking y'all gonna stop talking Congratulations about not
1: having the first pick in the draft browns that's what we got to start off with. <laughs> like, hater. hater they be hating on know what to do they're like what are you who, who's left back here i, I don't, don't know back here. I don't understand.
0: How to do. They be hating on it. So it sounds like you, you who are you picks? It sounds like you're picking Kansas City
1: over I'm still the Bills. Kansas City, but you know what? Part of me, I don't know what I like about the Bills. I'm not gonna be that mad. Um and you know this is a weird one for me. So I think Green Bay is the better team, but it's like I hate Green Bay so much being from Chicago, I can't root for them to go in. Um, even though that's like our, our our division, I can't root for them. And you know what? I'm going to eat my words, man, because I, I've been saying Tom Brady is kind of the goat with the asterisk because I thought Tom Brady was made by Bill Belichick. And, man, he's like, mm, what you doing, Bill? Hey, what you doing this weekend, huh? Well, yeah, I got you some tickets, man. Don't worry, man. Get your COVID, COVID test. I'll get you into the game. Yeah. So if he wins, man, he shuts me up because I've been saying for years, if it wasn't for Bill Belichick, you know, not really Bill Belichick, but his um, whatever the offensive coordinator was, he yeah, yeah um, that there, there would be no Tom Brady, but right, Tom Brady yeah. told me to shut my damn mouth. So I, yeah. I'm not gonna do it on this show, but his, I'm gonna shut up. His well, girlfriend, I'll
0: yeah, I'll be talking again. His his girlfriend also had to shut up. Being uh Bill Belichick's girlfriend took shot at one of the fans who said essentially the same thing. Like, hey, man, Tom proved it. Hey, he can do it without without Bill. And hey, that's a that's an ego tug of war right there. So you 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 wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna go with I'm going with. Man, I want to say KC, but Buffalo's got something special, man. I, I, I really like Josh Allen. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Buffalo and the AFC to play TB12, man. Tom Brady. I'm I'm rocking with Brady, man. Brady's coming out. It's gonna be tough to win in Green Bay, but if anybody can do it, Tom Brady can. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say Green Bay, Green Bay, KC official final answer, unfortunately. Green Bay, KC. All right, we Hold shall down. see. We will be here next week to see who was right and who was not um so so that's the bills mafia destroy and rebuild the next part of it um for this segment sports freestyle Dwayne Haskins is back and he got signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers and he posted something because he's wearing number three and it says uh you know number three in the bible stands for restoration and eternal life let's work I always love when a brother gets himself in trouble. All of a sudden, he turned to the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, you know, and ain't with... I live my life by the good book. You know what I'm saying? Three. Good now you gonna said. tell us about the what Bible? The Last time book, we saw book. him, you're right. Huh? Last time we saw him, he was letting things clap in front of him, and it wasn't no hands. He was letting them, them, them. You know, dancers clap them things in front of him, and all of a sudden, he talking about.
1: Uh, yeah, where was the good book back then? Yeah, man. but i'm glad to see him back dwayne haskins is getting another chance what do you think about it i like the fact he's getting another chance i think you know sometimes we gotta look at things and we we're tend to say that you know we don't get chances and i think i think it's good that the change happens i think he gets another chance i think he has he played like crap i don't know why um you know he, he just didn't really pan out but you know what though, there's a lot of guys you see you see Ch- uh henny get in the game I was on the phone with one of our old teammates and he's like, no, that's not Chad Henney. Chad Henney been out there in the NFL for a hundred years. No, that's Chad Henny. That's yeah. the same Henney from same. 13 years ago. Keep getting chances. You can't remember last time you saw him in the game. Nope. So I like to see Haskins go ahead and get and get another chance to see what's gonna go. He'll develop, he'll do whatever. And if not, he gets a career back up. God bless him.
0: God bless him. Um, shout out to him, man. Good good luck, Dwayne Haskins. This time, just remember that the, the, the Lord and restoration and eternal, remember that. Man, you know, off right, the field, my brother. <laughs> um, But shout out to him. I want to hear from the audience, please, if you would. For those who are watching us live, thank you. Uh, we are on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube Live. Like we say every week, we ask you humbly, please like, please comment, please share, please tag a friend. But also, please let us know Let me just go look a step back and ask, who do the fans think will be in the Super Bowl? Who's going to win the AFC? Who's going to win the NFC? Make sure that you document it here because people have very short memories. They'll say that they, I I always knew that it was going to be Green Bay. Well, document it. I want to see who you think is going to win the NFC game between Green Bay and Tampa Bay, the Battle of the Bays, and who's going to win the AFC game between the Chiefs and the Bills. Make sure that you document it. Don't try to do your own sugarcoat things at the end of the day. I want to see who you're picking. My man Cheeky Black is in the building. You know, his New Orleans Saints came close, but they had no cigar. They came up just short. I love to see that that Tom Brady this old uh season, let's not call him old season quarterback because he's my we graduated the same year. I love to see him in the Super Bowl. I hope he does it. I hope come on, TB12 for all the old dudes. All right, on to the next topic. Speaking of another old dude, Philip Rivers finally retires. What do you think about his career? Is he first ballot Hall of Fame? Eight-time, eight-time Pro Bowler. Never won the championship. Uh, I don't know how many playoffs he game, playoff games he won. I would imagine it wasn't that many. But does Philip Rivers get the first
1: ballot Hall of Fame from a quarterback position stamp? You know, prepper, prepper for the show. I tried to look up his stats, where he was on the career list. I wasn't able to see that. I don't know if you saw where he is on the career list. He's kind of one of those guys who's like, I guess. I mean, what is he? I mean, you I You can't
0: guess. say I guess. It's Hall of Fame. You don't just get there. I, know, say, you know I guess. I mean, you got so to be bottom, decidedly.
1: He's good. He had some good years in there. You know, sometimes I guess it's when you play so much past your prime when you're not a big deal anymore, you kind of forget. Because, you know, he was back there playing with LT and all those different guys, and they were balling. It seemed like he was doing something. But for so long, they lost because of him. So many late picks, so many late things. Put kind he put up numbers, ranch, even during the picks, even during the, the, the mediocre
0: seasons. But now got you gotta it. look at all the coaches he had, all the offensive coordinators he had. That man put up numbers. And if hall of fame is about numbers, he's has those. I'm not defending or objecting to him being
1: in the hall of fame. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. What what, what do you say? You've got a vote. Scott, Scott Bibb, shout out to you for giving a little detail about having to have better numbers than Eli and Eli will be in, but Eli wouldn't beat Brady twice. He wouldn't do that in the Super Bowl twice. That's a big deal. He never did anything. So stats can can beat you up too, because, I mean, we've all played fantasy football, and sometimes you like when your team is sorry as hell. The, t- the, quarter- the team, your quarterback's on sorry as hell because they get garbage stats at the end just throwing the ball left and right. So I don't know. You know what? Uh, reluctantly, I think he kind of has to get eight-time Pro Bowl. It's kind of hard to deny. People get in with many, many less Pro Bowls than that and at the QB position. I mean, obviously, it's hard. It's not like you can put two two running backs, three to, you know, as a QB. When you make the Pro Bowl or whatever, it's less them than them than than there are other positions. So reluctantly, yeah, but I'll probably be eating chips when he's doing his speech. Yeah, I, you're not going to enjoy the speech. I ain't going to watch it.
0: He's I'm going so to put on mute. He was the trash, the trash talk. celebrate his trash talk. I love that he talked trash. At the quarterback position, you need a trash talker. I want to hear from the audience. What do you guys think? And the audience this time is our live audience, either Facebook Live, YouTube Live. We appreciate you guys all following. Make sure that you also follow the podcast. We are officially available on all your podcast platforms. What do you guys think? I want to look in the comments and understand why. Convince me why he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Or convince me why he absolutely is a first ballot Hall of Famer. The fact that he was drafted in the fourth pick by the New York Giants and was swapped for Eli Manning, they're always going to be interconnected. And I don't think anybody alive would say Eli Manning is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. So I don't know, Big Red, Big, Big Flo. I'm so, see, okay. I, I know your, I know your government my name. government name. Big so. Flo, I don't know, man. I think he makes first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't, I don't know. You know, I will right, we'll see. All right. Uh he only played 17 years. Only only 17. Uh, and eight of those were Pro Bowl years. That's
1: so, a, yeah, it's a good number, yeah. man. Eight out of 17.
0: Eight out of yeah, seventeen. He gets the
1: last knock at the door. When he go around, he gets the last knock at the he door. He gets the last knock.
0: All right, we're gonna sprint through the last few topics and we'll wrap up the sports freestyle. Tiger Woods, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods. Y'all, Tiger Woods just got not his first, not his second, not his third, not his fourth, but his fifth. I plead the fifth. His fifth back surgery. Is Tiger dumb man? He's talking about coming back, but fifth back surgery. When I hear of 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 of, of these older players, we talked about TB twelve, talked about Philip Rivers. Now we on Tiger Woods, the most undefeated element of our life is Father Tom. And is Tiger Woods finally going to lose to Father Time? The
1: fifth, nah. Ma- uh, you know what? They're making a little too much of it. If you read up on the surgery, it wasn't some major reconstruction. It was a little cleanup. You know, just getting some taking some pressure off. They say he was up and walking the next day. He's okay. I mean, people golf into their seventies and eighties or whatever. He's not done with this. Um, he need to change his game and not swing as hard or whatever. But he's all right. Let's not make too much of this little cleanup. He's all right. He's all gonna right. Be, he's gonna golf this season. So all, all right,
0: hang in there, Tiger. One more thing I forgot to mention about Philip Rivers, since it seems as though I'm his agent at this point. Uh, the Chargers let go a particular quarterback in order to insert Philip Rivers. That particular quarterback is an absolute first ballot Hall of Famer, also probably going to retire none other than Drew Brees. Fun facts, man. It's a lot of quarterback fun facts associated with Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first ballot, man. First ballot. Uh, All right. Saquon Barkley. Uh, some might call say quads with them big old quads. He has Saquon Barkley is saying that he's going to do his rehab uh, alongside Odell Beckham jr. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? They seem to have a friendship based on they play together with the giants. Uh, Odell is always in the story somehow, some way. Uh, do you think that
1: makes the rehab better to be able to do it alongside? I think, I think, you know, after the initial healing period, once it's up there, you're trying to get back. I think it's better. You have somebody there grinding with a uh, competitive nature, do some stuff. I like Saquon. Um, You know, Odell's Odell. Um, I think Saquon might be good for Odell, even though he's a little younger. But I think it's good to compete for your rehab and have somebody that you can grind there with, because I know rehab can be a lonely place. So I think that's fantastic. They're doing it together.
0: All good, man. Um, The family uh, that uh, the family of Jordan McNair, who is the offensive lineman from Maryland, who unfortunately lost his life by way of a heat stroke. They settled for three point five million dollars uh and i don't know what you think about it i thought the interesting part of that was not that they settled but i started looking at who who took the fall for that if not even took the fall i took the blame for it. dj durkin who was the head coach at the time he got fired but if you look at it he is now resurfaced and he's the linebackers coach and co-defense coordinator at the university of mississippi uh, and old miss is also the place where lane kiffin has resurfaced and and made something out of his career um, I don't know if you thought 3.5 how do you put a value on the life right and it
1: took a year. put a value on a life I think 3.5 million i guess if there is a value is fair um I think you know both of us playing football before you know you push you push you push um you know he fell out and he had a heat stroke or whatever you don't know what's going on but we've all seen people fall out we've all seen people throw up and do whatever so I kind of go back and forth on it. it's very unfortunate that he passed away and he died um you know I'd hate for that to be the family I think at the end of the day you got to compensate and do whatever because there's to blame you know you fire the head coach but I've never seen a head coach in a conditioning session that people ran like that unless you're running after practice even then the coaches aren't really there so you fire the coach you should resurface you don't lose your career over it it's a very bad mistake nobody thought he was going to die I don't know all the details but at the end of the day you know they're having a heat stroke and whatever um I know that they didn't um Maybe they didn't render aid at the right time. Some of those different things. That's a procedural thing that goes to the training staff. Yeah, the training staff yeah. got
0: fired. The tra- the uh, the uh, strength and conditioning I, guy got fired.
1: So they, fired they all, yeah, you got to be ready for heat strokes and stuff because those things happen. But it's an unfortunate situation. Um, and you know, hopefully the family can cu- help try to put things together and 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 build from there. It's just that it.
0: That, that is sad. We, even as a youth football coach, and pop warning, teach you how to respond to the signs of a heat stroke. So really unfortunate. Hopefully, again, like you said, the family can use the money and put it to good use because uh, you never, ever, ever can replace a life. And you as a big flow father to a, a, a high school recruit now, you know, you, you just you just in your mind, you just, you know, hurt thinking about the family. So. Uh, yeah. Shout out! Shout out to that family. But you know, as they described the environment, the bullying and all the things that went on. As I'm reading what they were describing as bullying, that sounded to me like practice, right? Because
1: yeah. we we but we, well, we do, you know, we do in football. We push people around, and knock into the grass, bullying. Yeah, it
0: sound like practice. Uh, you know, we 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 played in a different era. So, uh, and thank goodness that things are changing. Uh, speaking of health issues related to sports, uh, Karis Levert. Uh, this mega trade and eventually could have saved his life because it was in his new the new team's physical they found a mass on his kidney and Karis LeVert. Thank God that he was traded and just just goes to show you there's, there's sometimes be a blessing in disguise. In this mega trade, they found a mass on his kidney. I don't know if you saw the
1: story, but very interesting. I'll see it. First things first, you know, shout out to him, uh, to, to the staff for finding it. And, uh, you know, prayers, hopefully he can make a full recovery. The thing that I was wondering is, does that unravel the trade in any way, shape, or form? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think,
0: um, I don't know, you know, because you do have to pass the physical. There's a stipulation of passing the physical, but I would imagine something unrelated to basketball
1: like a, that was that was in the whole nets trade too sorry for not knowing that was that in the whole nets trade that the yeah yeah was? yeah it was the mega you, trade you can imagine if, if harden got to go back now because my man kidney ain't work hey nah,
0: bring us hard harden. I, I, I don't think I don't think they would do that. All right okay.
1: uh, picking some cash for it. Let, yeah. um, but I, I think
0: he's I think he's fine now
1: you know it's a matter of it's uh, treatable. He's, he's happy he seemed very happy they found it he said he was feeling good so they can go get it um you know hey Great. I, hope, I, I hope he he recovers for it.
0: scott bid thanks for that contribution he's t- he's saying and uh, by the way of uh, the comments that uh, they found kidney cancer by accident as well so uh re- you will remain in our prayers mr Levert. last two topics then we're gonna go home steph curry trains himself to control his heart rate during the games uh based on some you know he puts a a sandbag yeah, yeah. yeah what what do you yeah. think about that i thought of when i read it i'm like man i'm so sick of these light-skinned stories that's a light-skinned story everybody got control their breathing light-skinned people get credit for everything and i know you got the lighting all uh, you know situated but you one of the people
1: you get credit for everything yeah of
0: course you learn you know to control what,
1: your If you think about it if you really think about it we deserve it i mean you know what i'm saying <laughs> we deserve it now you know what man Look, these dudes are professional athletes right you know, in, in the day where you see these prima donnas out here not doing stuff, not training, getting fat, do whatever. Shout out to a dude who's putting 80 pound dumbbells on his uh, sandbags on his back when he's out of breath. You know how much I, I already got 80 pounds on my stomach when I'm out of breath. I don't need any help. So hey, look, every any example, any, any little thing you can do to give yourself an advantage so that you get better at the end of the game to earn that money that you're making for your team. Shout out to that, man. You're professional. Go out. Do what you got to do, man. Got it. All right. So last topic. Uh, And we sort
0: of alluded to it when we talked about Karis Levert and the big trade. I'm going to go specifically focusing in the trade on Brooklyn. Can it work, man? Yes or no? Don't give me no political answer. I want to hear from the audience. Brooklyn Nets have been on trial for the last several days. Can it work? Can the Nets win with their new big three assembled in Brooklyn? Yes or no? I think it's going to fail, but I don't think that
1: based off what we saw. You You, know, should you, sh-
0: you gave me the rope-a-dope. You start shaking your head like, yeah, I think it's going to straight up
1: fail. You gave me the rope-a-dope. All right. yeah. so I think it's going to fail just because I think that the the the, the, the mentality of the people on there aren't the right ones. They're going to do it. You don't have a lot of defense out there. Um, I don't think it's failed. But I don't think we can judge based off of what we've seen. I mean, when he got together, it took a little while. People lose, but you lose to the Cavs, though, over overtime. You're like, who's on, Name two people on the Cavs? I wait. I know
0: now uh, Sexton because
1: he got cooking, but I didn't and know I his didn't name. Know who Sexton. So who's that? I don't know. He balled out. He, he, he balled out. Up, I don't know who that is. So I don't think it's gonna work. Um, but I don't think we can judge it just yet. We need some time to cook to see see if I'm wrong or not. But this still the shoot around phase. We gotta wait till about about uh, about my birthday, about February sixteenth. We'll find out who this team really is. OK, well, that means that's going to be your birthday gift. They're going to finally reveal the true selves of uh,
0: their true selves. Uh, Colin Sexton showed me in that Cavs game that indeed um, they might not have enough defense. They might not have a defense because I, I was all in. I said it absolutely. When you had that many prolific scorers on the court, how do you defend them? What I forgot to estimate or at least uh evaluate is the 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 lack of defense on the other side so they can't stop nobody babe. can't stop nobody it was a bad call though Like Kyrie got an offensive a, a charge It was a bad call I think they end up winning all
1: right it shouldn't come down to a call when you're playing the Cavs and you have those guys but okay true story all right uh with that that is the sports freestyle my man big flow we're gonna hop into the
0: next part big flow you're yeah, gonna I, come back you're gonna be back in the last part right don't don't yeah don't I, mean, I ain't going nowhere but
1: I still say goodbye some people might only tune in for my piece you know yeah, yeah, well, tell them to come back again because you got
0: another part where you're going to be at the end. Uh, don't be, don't, don't, don't until then, don't be going to do no light skinned stuff, man. You know, that's all, all right. I ask. All right. All, all right. right, my brother. Thank you. The Ball Hawk Sports Talk. We love having uh, Big Flow in the building, man, from the Big Flow Show. Y'all make sure y'all re- uh, uh, represent and support his show. Uh, we're going to get into the next part of the show. And you guys, uh, for those of you who have been around for a few weeks, you know that we now are going to step into the center court. And the center court is where we, we get a little real, we get a little deep. We, we, we step into uh, the new realm of analysis and we take what is the show, uh, the episode, and we give it a little more analysis. So today's episode is called Destroy and Rebuild. This part of the show, the center court is brought to you by Excessive Celebration much more than a party we are an experience on top of your event destroy and rebuild destroy and rebuild is a process that we know all too well in america from private equity firms to real estate developers to politicians america's americans certainly know how to destroy and then eventually rebuild The headlines this week were consumed with peaceful transfer of power talk. Even though the transfer was anything but peaceful, the talk was rampant this week as the inauguration took place. Of course, the inauguration sparked conversations about what what was destroyed over the past four years under the previous administration and what needs to be rebuilt. Your view on that probably depends on your political affiliation. However, there was another peaceful transfer of power, which was also anything but peaceful. It was taking place during the same week. But this other transfer of power, it wasn't happening in D.C. It was happening in B.K. instead. Last week. During the strictly business segment of the show, I spoke about the evolution of the athlete and how the players are no longer mere employees these days. They've advanced their status to the point that some might even be called partners, partners with the team's ownership. And now this week we have living proof. A man named Kyrie. Who happens to live in Brooklyn has forced us all to start seeing players differently through his destroy and rebuild behavior. For example, he took out his tool belt and destroyed the notion that he is just property. Kyrie hopped into his bulldozer to demolish the concept that he should just shut up and dribble. In fact, Kyrie stopped dribbling altogether for for a period of time that he deemed necessary to handle his personal affairs. Kyrie gutted the stereotype of athletes always needing the limelight whenever they do a good deed, as he chose to buy a house for George Floyd's family, which we only heard about from Stephen Jackson, not Kyrie himself. From the ashes of this destruction, Kyrie seems to be the mastermind of an amazing rebuild. If we allow it, Kyrie's efforts will rebuild our view of athletes. As the media, fans, and former players, even like Rashid Wallace, who I normally love, as, as all of these groups quickly jumped on the pile to call Kyrie selfish, immature, and all these other words, Kyrie was taking care of his mental well being and thereby developing plans that should reshape how we view athletes like Kyrie. Gentrify. Gentrify is a verb that means to change the character of what is normally a poor urban area through wealthier people moving in, improving the housing, attracting new businesses, typically displacing current inhabitants in the process. Well, Kyrie is gentrifying our views on athletes and changing the poor outlook we have had about how athletes uh, 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 should exist in this world about them them moving the needle and improving expected uh, independence let's hope he displaces the broken property mentality that has lasted far too long when we think about athletes inauguration week is the perfect time for this because to inaugurate is simply to introduce into it public it's to introduce into public use by some formal ceremony so 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 here. On center court of the ball hawk sports talk, I'm happy to inaugurate Kyrie Andrew Irving. It even sounds presidential. Kyrie Andrew Irving, the man, the myth, and the legend who has destroyed the old view of athletes and seems ready to rebuild it for public use from this point forward. And that's a word in the center court. All right, y'all, this part of the show is a little more familiar with everybody we're gonna hop right in to the part where you guys have seen uh this format um we get into the three and a possible where i am joined by uh two people that you know very well and sometimes we are joined by uh the possible is a missing link so with no further ado please welcome to the ball hawk sports talk you know who they are it is the maestro superhero dj john quick and the maverick Miss Majestic Maya, come on in, y'all. What's up? What up, what up, what up, what up? And y'all know how we do it. You know how we do it. Three and a possible like a pretty good spades hand.
2: Oh, that's a bad <laughs> spades hand. What are you talking about? You don't like
0: three and a possible? It all depends mm-hmm. on how you play it. If you can get the possible,
2: you get the four, hey, you know. Six and a possible. I'm trying to run the ball to me. And my partner trying to get every one of them why does that not surprise me that you want to run a bar?
0: <laughs> there is no there is no in between ain't no mediocre hands for for the mavericks She want to kill you you know what i mean quick get you off the sticks get off the table all right y'all y'all know how it is man uh we gonna come in and have some family time since we at the spades table we got some things to be discussed and those things to be discussed um are going to bring the uh, the audience uh, a, a little bit of fun, man. Uh, We're going to start off with something that's not as light, uh, but we still need to discuss it. Uh, first of all, how y'all week, man? Y'all been good, man? Everything's good? How, what'd y'all think about the inauguration? I'm just hopping right in. I ain't got no manners. What'd you think about the inauguration? 32nd view of the inauguration. I'll start with you, Miss Majestic Meyer. What'd you think?
2: Oh, my God. I Just the mere fact that I don't have to look at the color orange for the next. <laughs> that. That, that was enough Okay, no, no
0: orange, it. nothing, orange, nothing. It's in the south. Mm-hmm. That's how we pronounce it, it's orange. That's how Ooh. we say orange. You know, more orange, nothing. Okay, oh, And hey,
2: Michelle, Michelle came to sleep. all of us. She Rock was not Michelle. playing games, yeah. Oh my god,
0: Shoot. yeah, yeah. She bad, man. She bad, and then she bad on top of bad. Superhero DJ John Quick, what do you think? 30 <laughs> second view of the inauguration. I'm sure you watched it, I'm sure you had some views. What did you think, man?
3: I, I think that, um, moving forward, um. Like literally, any kid can literally say, "Hey, I can be president or I can be vice president." Um, and um, it, I think I think it was a beautiful thing. I saw a lot of the, a lot of the pictures being posted were of little girls watching Kamala on TV, and I just thought that was profound. And um, it was just a beautiful day. And like Maya said, you know, no more orange clown in in the White House. So you know, New York. I mean, not New York. Um, the nation is getting their credibility back, right? With the ones and Joe went to work too, bro. Like immediate. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Executive order. He had that he had pen. Exactly. Hey, look, that's how I used to be in the party. Man, I used to have that pen with that notebook. I was getting them numbers, baby. I was writing them numbers, baby. Hey, Joe Joe went to work, baby. He went to work with that pen. Uh, yeah, man. It was good. It was it, it was good to see, and, and Kamala, uh, Shout out to you, my sister. The the that look that Michelle gave Kamala, like that unwritten yeah. language of the eyes between two sisters, yeah. was pretty freaking impressive. And so, shout out to you all, man. Uh who 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 found some joy in watching the inauguration because I did too. All right, we're gonna hop right in. Um, this first topic, like I said, is not, not as light as norm our normal topics, but something that we gotta talk about. Delonte West, former NBA player. Played for Cleveland Cavs, along with other teams, has been has been spotted homeless on videos. Uh, Mark Cuban went out of his way to make sure he was uh, entered into a rehab facility. And now Delonte West is working with that rehab center. I don't know if you guys got a chance to, to see the story, but I think it's a great story about redemption. I'll start with you, Maya. What did you think?
2: Um, I'm just... So glad to see a young man getting the help that he needs. I don't think people realize how important mental health issues really are because we're conditioned to not show emotion, especially black men. So and then especially in the black community, you know, mental health was something you pray it off and that's it. And now we have someone stepping up to the plate, Mark Cuban, who realized this young man needs help. And now he's taking what he's learned and he's paying it forward, which is just a beautiful thing. It really absolutely. is. But I hope it starts the conversation with mental health struggles with the Black community and also Black athletes. People think they make all this money, all their problems are absolved. And actually, it just highlights them. If so we can, I think that, that should be addressed.
0: Sorry, absolutely. If we can copy Delonte West in the sense that uh, he's got a mean crossover and a, and a wicked jump shot. Let's make sure we copy him in the sense that he got, he got the help that he needed. And hopefully let's pray for him to continue. his hope. Superhero DJ John. I'll give you last word on before we move to the next topic. What'd you think about Delonte West story of redemption?
3: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful story of redemption and big up to Mark Cuban because, um, you know, it, it, it it's, it's ironic, you know, it, you know, they call this dude controversial and everything, but, you know, this is, some, I've met Mark Cuban, you know, had a quick conversation with him, and he's, he just seems very real, like he, yeah. he doesn't, it's like he knows he doesn't have to really answer to nobody, and even the NBA, when they, when they, when they find him, they're like, okay, he's like, okay, whatever, you know, that's like right, a pocket right. change, but pocket I want to pick him up for, like, Seeking Delonte out and getting that man help, man. I mean, real talk, that was a beautiful story, bro. Everybody
0: else was looking for Delonte through Google searches just to uh, watch these videos of him yep. being homeless. And yep. uh, like you said, Mark Cuban. Looked for him for other reasons. So shout out to Mark Cuban. Hey, can
2: heard- Wait, can I say something very briefly? When whenever Mark Cuban was fined by the NBA, he would pay his fine in pennies. So he was, <laughs> would loan out the burnt truck. Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> and he would loan bags it. of pennies I to the it. NBA office. It. So he is... King of Petty and and doing the right thing. So shout yeah. out to Mark Cuban. I I live in Pettyville, and he he's he he's the deputy mayor. I'm the mayor. Yes. Hey
0: Amen. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to my dog uh, and my former teammate, Big Cliff Stroud. Big Stroud from Pittsburgh. We were roommates when I was in law school, and he's my a good friend of mine. But you know, he he's a, a big gregarious man. Talks a lot of mm-hmm. trash, and. It was some classic fights uh, as, as his roommate, but I lost a bet to him one time. He paid me in pennies. I've never wanted to beat a man up so bad when he handed me that big old thing of pennies. I'm like, man, <laughs> that's such a petty way to, to pay up. Uh, but it does make the point. <laughs> All right. University of Michigan basketball scoring record has been broken, not by one of the men, uh, of the, uh, of the fab five, not by some of the, 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 the great players that we've seen the university of Michigan, uh, Glenn Robinson and all of these these names. Uh, it was broken by Nas Hamilton, and she set the single game record of fifty points. Uh, what did you guys think about the the, the performance by Nas Hamilton?
2: Hey, Hillman, not Hillman. Nas Hillman.
0: Hillman. I, I I don't know why I want to make her last name Hamilton. Hillman. 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 Like Hillman College. Nas Hillman. What did you guys think about it?
2: Um, I I don't follow anything Michigan. I mean, it's great it was a young lady, but I don't follow Michigan. <laughs>
0: You're gonna, see, you're gonna see a reoccurring theme in this segment. The ladies, the ladies, uh, we start off with Kamala Harris and now we're at Nas Hillman, not Hamilton, I'm messing up her name, <laughs> disrespect the sister. Sorry, uh, you're gonna see a reoccurring theme. The ladies showed out this week. Uh, what, what did you think, uh, superhero DJ John? Quick before we move on,
3: well, first of all, her name is Nas. So that that's that's you know, she had me right there, you know what I'm saying? Like De- destroy and Nas and it's destroy and rebuild
0: episodes. So exactly. Shout out to the exactly. Shout out. So he's supposed
3: to be on here. So big up to the sister, man. Like 50 points, like that's nothing to sneeze at on any level. So respect to her, real talk, <laughs> excuse me. She's actually going to make me try to catch a Michigan women's game at some point on TV. Like, real time, like, is she got a game like that? <laughs>
0: I've, been, I've been saying, man, women's basketball, women's college basketball is a hidden gem. Watch it. Yeah. It's some great basketball. But I'm going to be honest. I don't think that even if there was no defense out there, I could score 50 points. I would miss so many layups. And <laughs> that's, that's quite an accomplishment. So shout out to Nas Hillman. You go ahead, my sister uh sticking with women's basketball but not as positive of a story We got a women's basketball coach at detroit mercy that has been accused of being abusive to her players and essentially the player said enough is enough and the season has been canceled did y'all see that story and what would you think about it she she was straight suge knighting folks at practice
2: wow yeah um yeah that was just disturbing because she had actually had issues before going to detroit mercy So I get it. People are motivated in different ways. But if you got to hit somebody or get that on them like that, then you're not a good coach. You can't motivate doing that. I mean, like you maybe you need to just start from scratch, take a different path, a career path. But, baby, you getting up in young women's faces like that, you want your ass beat. (laughs) <laughs> me and I am i don't care who you are. You're not going to put your hands on me at that point. All bets are off because you don't respect me. And her players don't respect her. You a, a common thread with coaching. If your players respect you, they will give you all they have. They mm-hmm. don't respect her. And once you lose respect, it's incredibly hard to get it back. So.
0: So she, she got the, a big
2: punch
0: in the face. Yeah, she, she, I'm glad she did not coach you. That could have been an interesting, <laughs> <laughs> that could have been interesting. What did you think about? I let you get last word on a superhero DJ John quick. Uh, I thought it was interesting that here it is, this woman, and it goes back to how we started with Delonte West. It seems like she needs some therapy, she needs some help because, yeah, you, you can't think that that's rational, but indeed, it wasn't a one time thing, this was
3: just normal behavior for her. Yeah, she's from um the Woody Hayes School of Coaching. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she needs to understand it's 2021. That that's not gonna fly, you know. Um, young people especially are aware of their rights and, and they're where that they command respect as well. And so she she yeah, she's in the wrong profession and she definitely needs to get some help.
0: Yeah, I hope she gets that help. Um, WNBA MVP. Uh Asia Wilson, who used to play for our girl at the University of South Carolina, um, she is now the proud representative, the proud owner. There's a statue on that campus, and she talked about the fact that her grandmother couldn't even walk on campus, and now there's a statue of her on the campus. I, th- I thought it was pure genius in terms of her perspective. While I love Don Staley, and that's what draws me to that program as a coach, because I remember Don Staley playing. I love her as a coach. Uh, this this young lady, Asia Wilson, who has had a great WNBA career thus far, uh, early in her career, to make that type of statement on a week like this just shows that, that a lot of these athletes do have perspective. They don't get caught up in the hype. They have uh, something deeper than them than just a jump shot. So I thought it was a wonderful statement, especially in a week like this, that the first woman was inaugurated as the vice president of the United States, and she happened to be a woman of color. Superhero DJ John Quick, I'll start with you. Asia, what did you think about Asia's statement?
3: Uh, definitely profound. Um, and like you said, you know, this week has been just so historic, so it kind of just fits right in. Um, and I like the fact, as is a young sister, she, she has a, a true understanding of the history of this nation oftentimes an ugly history and obviously it had been occurring on that campus. So, you know, kudos to her, man. She's a hell of a player too. So big up to her. Real talk.
0: Yeah. Fun, fun to watch. Uh, Maya, I'll let you drive home. The last statement on this. What do you think about Asia?
2: Uh, first off? Yeah, she ball. She could definitely ball. Yep. I think it's as a Testament that not, not only do the, pl- the players get it. I said there's a very small population of players who are just completely lost The people who need to know about this impact are the fans, the boosters, the university to acknowledge the fact that their past is not rose colored. It's it's not like this. Oh, well, we loved everyone. No, no, you didn't desegregate these institutions until what the 1960s. Okay, Mm -hmm. those pictures are in color. So those are the people who need to get wind of what the true history of this country. Trust me, these athletes know it's the fans that only care about these athletes when they're winning for the schools. Those are the ones who need these history lessons and shout out to her black excellence on and off the court. Uh,
0: Another sister, uh, a lady of color who has done great things in terms of social justice, who got athlete of the year, uh, Naomi Osaka. Now she's a fashion icon. She might be taking the place of Serena, y'all, because she now she now is, is being signed by all of these brands. What do y'all think about our girl Naomi Osaka? Is is she is she unseating Serena? I used to love the ads with Serena, and I ain't gotta tell you why. Mind your business, mind your business. But I used to like especially especially the full body ads. I love all them Serena ads. Mind your business, mind your business. But what do you think about Naomi Osaka now being uh the face of so many brands? I'll start with you, Mike.
2: Uh yeah, she's the face of Louis Vuitton. Uh, tag higher. Um, I don't like the comparison between Serena and Naomi because they're two totally different women. And I think that it always comes down to when you have two great black anything, they're always pitted against one another. Fair. Serena, Serena, Naomi's Naomi. I'm here to celebrate them both. And that whole, you know, let let Naomi, th- this is Naomi's time. Serena got her own brand. <laughs> you know, it's no, not like no. Serena is out there. Get, Serena got money. Like, she's good. I just don't like them pinning the two women against each other because the media has done that. But I love the fact that she's a young, woke, young woman who is out there. She's doing the work.
0: Absolutely. Uh, agreed. My man. What's up, Glass Barton in the bedroom? What's up, Frat? He says, uh, don't curse Serena's name in vain, bro. Well, look, it's like Candyman to me. I'm going to say it in the mirror, in the dark bathroom, <laughs> five times. And Serena, just pop up. Serena, just pop up. I'm with it. I'm going to say it five times. So, uh, Superhero, DJ, Superhero DJ John, quick, what did you think about uh, you know these brands? Finally, they, they are on the Naomi Osaka train. What do
3: you think? Well, she's a beautiful sister's and she's talented. She could actually play. And like, remember that tennis player back in the day? I think for, I forget her name right now. You know what I'm talking Long about?
2: Stevens.
3: No, the blonde chick from Russia.
2: Oh, Anna all, yeah the Yeah, never. She was
3: she was getting all the deals, but she couldn't play a lick. You know what I'm saying? So Naomi is, is the truth. Like nobody right. can ever say that about her. And you know, I'm glad that you know Serena. And and Venus kicked those doors open for sisters like Naomi could walk through. You know what I'm saying? So right. you know, and, and to speak to Miles' point, you know, to be honest, that's what that's what sports media does. You know, they're always going to compare. You know, not 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 only black athletes, you know, they're always comparing Peyton Manning to Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they do. They need something to write about. So I get I get all that. But to me, like you said, they're two different people. Like Serena, I mean, you we know Serena by just one name, Serena. Naomi hasn't gotten to that space, but she's mad young. Maybe at some point she will, but either way, I'm happy for both of these beautiful sisters. Big up to the black magic going on today. Absolutely,
2: yes. uh, I c- couldn't
3: agree more. I and-
2: got a on that. He loved him some Naomi. Oh my! Oh, God.
3: Naomi, like a cutie, man. Like real talk, like she's she's bad. she's now nah, she is. It's Serena is. too. Shoot, don't Serena Serena. get too. <laughs>
1: no,
0: you too late. I hey, wait,
3: can I can I share a quick story with you guys? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So Absolutely. I was listening to um. What's that mad dog sports? But when, when mad dog was with the other guy um on the um on the uh, I know what you're talking, you know what talking about, about. Yeah, I can't anyway, think of name yeah. one of them one I'm of them kidding. they were they were talking about Kornikova and serena and one of them said well fact of the matter is Kornikova's just a better looking woman that's just the facts you know I know we don't call in yo I've <laughs> called in like listen I don't know I don't know when the last time you've been in the hood, but I can guarantee you there ain't no Anna Cova posters up in some boy's room, but I bet you there's some Serena posters. So before you stay- facts- So you told on me, you told oh, on me? I got, I got me a so, picture. So, so, so before you start saying facts about beauty, you know what I'm saying? You need to check yourself, yo. Before I can finish, they just hung up. Oh, he's just <laughs> he's an angry caller. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, look, I I, I was <laughs>
0: just I, I was just guilty of it too, and 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 Maya, you make a great point. Is you know because I see it in the corporate boardrooms, meaning that. If there's for every Dick Parsons that we have in a corporate boardroom, if if we want a, another black person in the boardroom, Dick Parsons has to give up his seat. So right. uh, shout out to, to, to you, Maya. You make a great point. And there isn't enough room for both of them. I, 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 well, I really
2: quickly, view. Bob, when you're in the bathroom mirrors chanting her name, call me because <laughs> <she, Chanting laughs> her, her body name. is insane. St- I just want to. Like, touch it because I'm like, me too, me,
3: me too, me too. I, I want to her
2: touch it too. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> it this was is
3: a family show. Yeah, <laughs> <Chiseled>. I forgot.
2: <laughs> it's a family watching. Look, her <laughs> body is chiseled from the gods. I just want to bounce a quarter off her butt. I Dang. swear, I just want to see it. <laughs>
0: Well, when you do, I'll be next to you since we're on the <laughs> ball hawks first talk together. That's the least that I, I can do.
2: Don't objectifying women, people. Disclaimer. We're just talking me. shit, but yeah. I would love to touch her booty.
0: Yeah, well, I, 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 uh, I have to learn. agree with you there. Um, so first female, in the spirit of sticking with these sisters, showing out this week, uh, the first female Super Bowl ref uh, will be this coming Super Bowl. There will be a ref in the Super Bowl that has is a female has females in her tail she's a woman so what do you guys think about that uh quickly because we're gonna go to we're gonna go to some topics that we're gonna spend some more time on thumbs up thumbs down Uh, a a lady who is refereeing the super bowl is what do you guys think
2: i mean i don't give two shits about the nfl however this is great for gender advancement go out there and do your thing young lady i'm here for it but Uh i ain't clicking on to watch that shit
0: all right. um, I, I could have got into Jay Z executive producing the halftime again, but I ain't gonna go there. That's for a different show. <laughs> we'll we'll say that for next week. What do you think? Uh, to be with DJ John, quick, a lady referee in the Super Bowl is it is this a, a moment to celebrate?
3: Uh, it is a moment to celebrate uh, in terms of you know gender equality, but you know I'm with my you know uh, you know I ain't really checking for the NFL right now, but um, until they do right by cap. Ain't no good back for
0: that. I got I like it. They got that root. You got that root. All right, that's Jerry, right. Jerry Rice says Joe Montana more clutch than TB12. And I'm just gonna give you guys agree or disagree. Jerry Rice says Joe Montana is more clutch than Tom Brady. I'll start with you, superhero DJ John Quick. Would you agree or disagree with that statement?
3: Oh, wow, that's that's not as that's not as far away as is. You know what? I, I I agree. I agree. You agree. agree. All right, agree. all right. Maya, I know you were a Marino fan,
0: but Joe Montana <laughs> was the name in that day. Marino was was the next group. Do you agree or disagree that Joe Montana is more clutch than Tom Brady?
2: Totally agree. They called him I uh, Cool Joe for a reason.
0: Yep. Okay. All right. Before we move on, like we ask you every, yeah, uh, and ask- also
3: he played before QBs were really protected.
0: Hello. Right? Yeah, he man. was getting that snot. He was getting exactly. the snot stock out. His nose. Exactly. Uh, we
3: got so. So We got pop.
0: So we're going to ask the audience, like we ask you every week, humbly, please like, please comment, please share. We're going to add another request to that. Humbly, we ask you to follow us on whatever podcast platform is of your choice. And we're also going to ask you, I want to hear what you say, audience. Who is more clutch? Is it Tom Brady, TB12, the man, the myth, the legend? You know he is, he a bad man. Or is it Joe Montana? Tell me why in the comments. And I'm going to read all of them today. I won't be persuading me. I'm on the fence. I don't know if it's TB12 or if it's Joe Montana. Hopefully the audience can persuade me one way or the other. All right. Kodak Black was freed by Trump. I think he he got commuted. He didn't get pardoned. Lil Wayne was commuted. Dion went to bat for Lil Wayne. Brian Urlacher's brother was pardoned. Brian Urlacher was very public in his advocacy on behalf of his brother. What do you think that does overall for the Trump legacy? What did y'all think about, uh, you know, Lil Wayne taking advantage of an opportunity? I'll start with you. The maestro, you are the man behind (laughs) the music. Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, and Trump, what'd
3: you think? If a coon and roach was a what? person, <laughs> oh, oh, not just a coon, but a roach. Oh, yeah, he just Maya, he, what,
0: what he have just you done a, to the superhero Maya? You influence?
3: Now this before Maya. Yo, he just gets to my last nerve, man. Like, remember, remember when he was in the interview? He said, you know, there's no racism in the United States. It don't affect me. Black Lives Matter. I ain't worried about that. You know, that don't affect me. But you were smiling and cheesing like a little oh he he just disgust me you don't know even reminds me of he reminds me of marvin the martian from bugs Bunny. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so later for that dude man later for him all man. right no um,
0: Maya, and, and thank you juan William jackson he does point out and i think i said that right that Lil wayne was pardoned um kodak black was commuted and the difference is the underlying crime Uh, you know, the, when you're commuted, all it is doing is impacting your sentence versus the, 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 the the crime itself or, um, the criminality of the crime itself. So I, 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 I will, I will go to you, Maya. What did you think about this, 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 I got to call it a combination of politics and hip hop at this point, you know?
2: I, I wrote it down, so you know I'm about to go in. Uh, oh, Lord.
0: Uh-oh, here we go. So, oh God. So, so before you do, I ask everybody humbly mm-hmm. to like, comment, share, tag a friend right now, because Maya's about to be Maya, and uh, <laughs> she I absolutely tried. guarantees to be entertaining. Go ahead, Maya.
2: Okay, so in regards to the little burnt roach, because that's what he looks like. He looks like a, a burnt roach, the actual insect with blonde dreads. He, just, he literally looks like something that fell out of our asses after a drunken night eating White Castle. The oh, gosh. Thing, so... Lil Wayne has been in trouble twice, not once, but twice, with federal charges. So people are saying, oh, he's playing chess, not checkers. No, he's not playing it. He's just playing stupid because he <laughs> shouldn't have gotten in trouble twice. How dumb must you be? I'm not campaign. One is an accident. Two is a trend. He knowingly does dumb shit and he aligned himself with somebody who is a fat roach. So he could not be so he wouldn't have any legal troubles, but you still ain't shit. Let's not forget, you didn't have any money when you owed back taxes, when the IRS was all up in your shit. And who paid your legal fees and your bad taxes? Jigga man. So tread lightly, ya burnt crusty roach. Secondly, Kodak <laughs> Black. Anything related to Kodak has not been relevant since 1989. I don't even know who this, this yuck mouth fucking he who are you like is that i think that's the same one who who was trying to get um lauren london she yep, wouldn't even yeah. wipe huh? she wouldn't scoop him off the ground like are you kidding me take your ugly gold to oh god I, enough brian urlacher let's get on homeboy who had to buy some hair now his <laughs> and remember so his brother was all up in some shit Brian Urlacher, as you know, has a black son that you never see. Okay. Mm-hmm. So while he's over there, MAGA, MAGA MAGA, he was in that black, black, black twat. So Brian Urlacher, <laughs> I need you to have several seats. Okay. Your brothers, your brother's a criminal. You're stupid. Lil Wayne is just a waste of whatever and call that black, flush yourself down the toilet. They're all trash. Well,
0: uh, <laughs> oh, with that, with that. <laughs> uh with that uh it is interesting though to see that these guys are using the the mechanism of pardoning through a president it just seems it's it's really interesting um music also was, was was impacted through sports this week because rick ross his son is has now been given two offers to syracuse and i think to miami uh or two programs power five programs rick ross will be a football dad it seems at the college level what did you guys think about Rick Ross? And he wasn't the only one. Edron James' son also got an offer for University of Miami. So it's good to see, like, these legacies now um, getting to a, the point where they're going to be playing. It makes me feel old, but these kids' sons are going to be playing wow. college football.
2: At the end of the day, any young black man getting educated, quote-unquote, because, you know, they're going to do a couple of years in school and go pro, do whatever they want to do. I'm here for it. They deserve, If you're good on the field, let your work speak for itself. Absolutely. But I will say this. Um, in regard I've always loved Edger and James. He to me, he has always just gone out, done his thing, had this, he's always been his own person. Yes, so the mere fact that his son is getting an opportunity, I love to see it. I've always had a soft spot for Edron James. And for him and his, for for his son to follow in his footsteps, I'm here for it.
0: All right. Uh, superhero DJ John quick. I don't know if you had anything to add to it because we are going to, uh, we, are going to get out of this, this segment, uh, after, after you weigh in.
3: Uh, no, I, I, it just goes to show you how genetics work. Um, especially when it comes to Edger and James son, like, listen, you know, <laughs> there's certain things you can't coach or teach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His so, right. No good for him.
0: The guy who gave him the offer and made it known was Eric Hickson, who's the little brother of Highland Hickson, played at Michigan State. Rest in peace. Um, Family I grew up with. Eric Hickson is a running back coach at the U, had a great uh, career himself at Kansas State. So I love the story just because I see family uh, getting the the, the ink that they deserve. All right, y'all, you know how it is. We'll bring you back for the traffic court. I'm gonna hop into strictly business. Y'all don't don't fall asleep on me. We'll be right back. We're gonna be quick. <laughs> strictly business is gonna be very quick, so uh, we'll be right back. Y'all know what it is? It's three and a possible. Um, that was our segment for today. I'm gonna get right into strictly business. I'm gonna go. It's gonna be lightning round because I was a little long on the other topics, and um, you know, I got to allude to strictly business in terms of the the center court and the Kyrie piece. So I'm gonna go lightning round and talk about a few topics. The Atlanta Dream, uh, we know. Uh, Loeffler, the, the Senator who lost, yes, lost in, in Georgia. Uh, she is, she's selling our team and people have made bids for it. Uh, and I'm happy that, 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 that whole evolution of power, the partnership that I discussed, uh, in last week's strictly business segment has now compelled her to sell the team because she does not deserve to be an owner, let alone have the word owner of these sisters, um, that are standing up and doing, doing right for social justice uh zion you know one of those people that in his rookie year from the moment even before then even from high school could go by one name zion and you know exactly who we're talking about uh he won in court there was a marketing contract voided if you guys know the story there was an agent that provided him a sort of a marketing agreement in advance and there's a whole bunch of loopholes in there she tried to throw uh zion under the bus but guess what zion too strong he got that bus off his back he won his case good for zion happy to see it the mets fire their gm uh jared porter uh this brother man uh, who wasn't a brother uh uh, he, he 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 sent a lot of texts to a reporter and she was not responding he was attracted to her and what do you do when you've sent someone 60 texts and they haven't responded Of course, naturally, the last thing you do is send a picture of your penis. Uh, No, you don't do that. And so this creep, and I will call him exactly what it is, a creep. Fellas, if a lady is not responding to your text messages, she is not responding to your advances. Get over it. There are other women out there. I think that there's so much uh, delusional behavior and a mentality to power that people don't know the word no. And so because he didn't know the word no, a few short months after, I don't even know how long he made it. It was a a very short amount of time after being hired. He is now fired and probably the pariah of all sports because he put a picture of his Mr. Whatever he calls it in a text message. Not smart. Uh, Lions. uh, I don't know. Again, not smart. The Lions give the head coach, their new head coach, uh, Dan, whatever his name is, and the fact that I got to say, Dan, whatever his name is, uh, Campbell is his last name, says that he, we don't know who he is, but yet still he got a six year contract. So I don't know what the Lions are doing. Uh, and I never knew what the Lions were doing, uh, but the Lions are being the Lions. Why would you give someone who is, uh, in my humble opinion, unproven, at least as a head coach? Absolutely. That's objective. As a head coach, unproven, six year contract, but the Lions being the Lions. Uh, but Eric Biennami is still. Without a head coaching title, uh, we'll we'll see. I thought the Eagles were going to gonna step up to the plate and do right by Eric Bieniemy, who's been the architect of the offense. But we see a lot in the Eric Bieniemy story, and we're going to get into it next week about black coaches. We got an amazing, amazing piece next week about black coaches. But even I'm a Browns fan, so I, I was hurt on fourth and inches when the Kansas City. Uh, offense trots out there and everyone thinks they're trying to j- uh, draw us offside. And instead they do a rollout and throw a pass. Even after that amazing gutsy play call, you never heard those two words, Eric Bieniemy. people immediately uh, Tony Romo and, and the color co- as a color commentator and look on Twitter. You immediately heard Andy Reid. They don't even give that man credit as an offense coordinator for the call. And it says something about where we are with black coaches and why we have such a problem in the NFL. Uh, last two topics quickly, uh, uh, and then I got to get into one I'm going to spend a little bit of time on. But Oklahoma State walk on, gets a scholarship. The coach, blackhead coach, goes into Walmart. And uh, this walk on is doing what he does as a part time employee at Walmart. And he, he is told that he's going to get a full scholarship. Really a, 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 a warm feeling story. So look it up if you haven't heard about it. Uh, Tennessee, the Vols. I got in trouble for giving out money in a McDonald's bag. They ain't even got enough respect for their recruits to give the money out in a Chick Fil A bag. McDonald's, bro. McDonald's, uh, which I thought was the the, the, the quintessential a uh, uh, peak of stupidity. Um, but let's be honest, man. In order for the balls to to have any say in the SEC West. They're going to have to pay a few people because there's a big bad man called Nick Saban in the, in the SEC West that if you want to do anything, you got to go through Nick Saban. And so I think it's just status quo. And as soon as I started feeling that way, it's my university. The University of Notre Dame. That is unfortunately also on probation. The NCAA and their stipulations this week came to bite Notre Dame. And so I, I know that that there have been people egging me on to have this conversation. I see you, Palmer, the Palmster, University of Miami fan. Don't be messing with me as many times y'all been on probation. We are on probation. Don't know what it means. We had to pay $5,000. We got a few less hours of visits. And and it seems like some real intricate, nuanced rule that forced us to be on probation. Uh, The assistant coach that was guilty of this infraction was none other than Todd Light, which in this weird way just shows how messed up the NCAA is because Todd Light gave so much to the game uh, as a player on both the collegiate and NFL level. So for him to be blamed for some weird nuanced rule seems unfair. Uh, I'll get more into Notre Dame because I've said it here before on the Ball Hog Sports Talk. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So if I spent a few hours Extra hours that's out of bounds, uh, good. Brian Kelly, bring on those assistant coaches that are going to push the envelope because that's the only way you're going to be able to beat Nick Saban. All right, that's the strictly business segment. We're gonna hop quickly in the traffic court and we're gonna wind on down. I'm gonna bring back the whole crew. I'm bringing back the, the Maverick Miss Majestic Maya, I'm bringing back the Maestro Superhero DJ John Quick, and I'm even bringing back my dog Big Flow from the Big Flow Show. Even. Four of us here we go in the building, traffic court. You know what it is. This is lightning round. Uh, we're gonna go through it quickly, and then uh, we got the judge, the jury, and the executioner. Uh, I happen to be the judge, Big Flo, and superhero DJ John Quick are the jury. And you ain't gotta look far to know who the executioner is, Miss Majestic Meyer. Here we go, y'all. Uh, we'll go in order. First topic Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, the Slim Reaper himself, has decided to play in the senior bowl. I'm going to start with you, Uh, my man Big Flo. What do you think about that decision that he is playing in the senior
1: bowl after the season that he had? Quickly. I think he's, you know, he's trying to answer all, uh, all challengers. I know people still think he might be a little bit small. He'll probably go and just do the drills during the week and do the workouts. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him sparingly, if at all, during the game. But he will just go out there and do the workouts because you know all the the coaches will be there and they'll get to see him do the one on ones, some of the different challenges. So it's kind of like some pre combine stuff. But a hats off to anybody who takes takes that chance and, uh, and and gets out there.
0: Superhero DJ John Quick, what do you think about him taking the chance to play in the Senior Bowl?
3: Fire his agent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't but, fire. We know his agent. He's our what guest.
2: wait. Yeah,
3: but I do want to ask his
0: agent, like, what's up with that decision? Go no, ahead. Go ahead.
3: I can't see how. First of all, he's not gonna get any bigger playing in the senior bowl. That's the only question people have about him. His size, it's not it's not his hands, it's not his speed, it's not his heart, it's his size. He's not gonna get bigger playing in the senior bowl. What Are you yeah. doing no? Great point. No, great point. I I, I pray, I pray that Big Flow is right. He's just gonna go down there and do the drills. But other than that, that's I don't get it.
0: I hope they put a red jersey on him. No contact. Maya, what do you think? Uh, you know, the, the Slim Reaper playing in the senior bowl uh quickly, good decision, bad decision.
2: Uh, I would say I am sitting this one out, and the reason why is because we do know his agent, and I was He's gonna been a guess. Agent the agent has been a guest on the Ball House So I, I I know these his agent personally. He's uh, the husband to one of my best friends. If he signs off on or agrees with it. I'm following the person who knows best. So Maya's is going to actually be quiet for this one right. and say nothing.
0: <laughs> is it reasonable or excessive? The judge is going to say excessive. While I love his agent, I think that he's a, a brilliant uh, man and, and great at, at what he does. I'm praying that he's right on this one yeah. because the season that he had, it, he don't need no more. I think it's yeah. excessive. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. The NBA has decided to ban human contact. Before and after the game, a game that has a lot of human contact, uh, what do y'all think about? It? I'll start with you, Maya. They're going to put uh, basically security guards at half court and not let the players dap each other up after the game. Uh, what, what do you What do you think about that? Is that is is, is that a good idea, or, or just quickly, what do you think?
2: If you're doing all that, why are you even playing? I I like it doesn't make sense. You already had the bubble. You already put all of these security measures in. You didn't have any anything that uh, just uh, oh god. I no, I the NBA is taking it to the next up. If if there's no contact, why are they even playing? If it's that much, stop playing. I bet That's you right. they won't because they want that revenue coming in. So Adam Silver, I need you to take your skinny self. Go have a seat somewhere because you're doing too much. It's 2021, not 2020. Get it together.
0: Uh, before I move to you, Superhero DJ John Quick, think about you know that new rule that they can't dab each other after the game. They're going to put security at half court. I want the audience to let me know, what do you guys think about that decision to now ban human contact before and after a game that is filled with human contact? Uh, I'll move to you, Superhero DJ John Quick. What do you think?
3: Why? I mean, I you know what I want to see? I want to see the security dudes try to, you know, if the dudes just 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 to be petty, just try to hug each other, see if the security guards are really gonna like jump in. Like, no, no, break it up, break it up, I'm Like, Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> that is just like, why are you playing if if you're worried about that, I'm like, come on, they are playing literally they're playing a, a a physical game of basketball with no mask, and then after the game, you don't want them to hug.
0: Well, you've got a picture. You've got a picture. For those who are listening to us on podcast. what you can't see is the superhero DJ John Quick, the Maverick himself behind him. He has a picture of MJ, the greatest of all time, spreading his wings. I love that poster that you have of MJ. But could you imagine a security guard even thinking that he was going to grab MJ after (laughs) you trying to dap somebody up after the game?
1: Man, you better go somewhere. Uh, Big Flo, what did you think? Crazy rule, but hey, it's, it's, it's a rule. What do you think? That's silly. Too much. i are just trying to make some show. Um, at the end of the day, we're we boxing each other out, rebounding on each other, breathing real hard on each other. And all of a sudden, <laughs> no now, at the end of the day, we can't shake hands. We can't hug. We can't dap up. That doesn't make any sense. It's crazy.
2: That smells uh, like a lot of stink.
1: Sorry. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so, so, so. Yeah. yeah. So here we are. I say, it's goofy, as the judge, it's goofy. It is goofy. Is that reasonable <laughs> or excessive? I'm absolutely saying excessive. NBA, get over yourself. At the end of the day, man, if if you if you don't want any contact whatsoever, I'm with Maya. You got to cancel the games. All right. So now we have uh Dion Sanders, who made such the 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 headlines with his decision to go to jackson state university unfortunately jackson mississippi is some folks in jackson mississippi who who robbed dion and they stole his radio um and then they returned it but they made a big old thing about it and dion came on he basically called on the hood to help him find his radio and showing up <laughs> a day later the radio showed up and and they celebrated it. Uh, I I throw that story to you all to say, just ask. What do you think about it? Is 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 this a, a story about uh, again redemption? Should we be celebrating the fact that the radio resurfaced, or is this just? Or is this, does this show that man? all better get his butt and all his gadgets and trinkets the heck up out of Jackson, Mississippi, because this is going only going to be the first of several interactions with the streets. What do y'all think? I'll start with you, Maya.
2: First off. <laughs> And shit popping in Jackson, Mississippi, <laughs> first and foremost. Secondly, like, I, 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 I'm I, i not – can you come back?
0: I, I'll come back. Matter of fact, it's not supposed to be true. I was supposed to go in reverse order. Big Flow, what do you think
1: hey, about – Hey, I like it, man. The streets you know. have a code, right? They don't know who you're robbing. They didn't know they were robbing Dion at the time. They came in there. They got him for it. Radio thought it was good. He put it out there. I got a story for you. My first job out of college, my first time I came out to go drive off to uh, to, to my first job, I got my suit, my briefcase. I feel like I'm a big, big deal. My car got stolen. So oh, I'll leave wow. day, I leave everything in there. You know, in college, the only thing sacred is really your car. So I had all my, my documents and everything was in the car from just coming back home from school. But the people who stole my car, although they stripped it to the rims and the seats, whatever, they made me back my driver's license. And oh, I said, you awesome. know what?
3: Wow. These people
1: are bad, but they got a heart. They gave me a chance to start putting things back together. <laughs> my family back my license. And I think the streets said, OK, we're going to keep all your stuff. But if the radio mean that much to you, you can have it back. The Passed code off. of
0: the streets. Now, he was very clear that that has sentimental value to me. He had me all teary-eyed over this doggone boom box. I'm like, Brad, get over. It's a boom box. Dion, you can afford a whole a boom box distribution center with that one little boom box. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to go over to you, Maya. I'm going to switch back to you because I think uh, we uh, – <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maya, I, I'm a follow up. What, what do you think?
2: Like I said, there's tumbleweeds in Jackson, Mississippi. There's no news. Secondly, I totally understand like someone stealing something that's of sentimental value. So I get that, but it, it, I expect nothing less in Jackson, Mississippi. Shout out to everybody from Mississippi. We know a couple. I know you know a couple of people. I, you know, from Mississippi. But I expect
0: nothing. This <laughs> this this story is so ridiculous that I think uh superhero DJ John Quick, his, his dog on the internet was like, I'm done with this, I ain't messing with it. So we ain't gonna hear his his take on it uh as as we struggle with the, the technical difficulties. Uh the Cavs, the Cleveland Cavs are considering, are strongly considering either releasing or cutting. A player because of a food fight. Do y'all think that's going a little too far? Maya, I'll start with you. Uh, they, they seriously might be getting rid of him. What do you think?
2: Well, if you knew his backstory, he has consistently had issues. He had problems at SC, he had problems his first team. He's a little, he's he another mental health issue uh case. He has consistently done little shit to get to where he is. It has nothing to do with the food fight. The food fight was the, the last straw. They knew he was a problem when they drafted him. Get rid of him. I don't understand. They did. Why- they,
0: they officially did. They got rid of him. Yeah. Today.
2: yeah he, he has a history of doing little dumb shit. You got
0: to go no, home. What a food fight, Reg? What are you going? Are you going to give him a little bit of leeway, or what? No, here's,
1: here's what we got to say. Did we not learn from Haskins? What do we say about Haskins? And I don't know if it's on this time when we did our show before. Sorry if it was if I'm mixing up things, but Haskins was not good enough to go to the to, have, to be with the strippers. Right? You're not playing well <laughs> enough to do that kind of stuff. He got mad and he started a food fight because they moved his locker for the guy that they just traded. They showed you how they feel about you because they moved your locker. So you are not good enough to then have a fit and throw food if you're not good enough to keep your locker for the guy that they traded in a three-way trade that nobody even knows the dude that they came in for. So know who you are. You make millions of dollars. So you're going to get cut over food. They moved you. They already showed you you're not worth what they're paying you. Superhero DJ John, quick, last word on it. What do you think?
3: Yeah, you know, self-awareness is, is, is a beautiful thing to have. And he obviously was not self-aware. He didn't understand the pecking order. So, yeah, I'm sure they're like good riddance.
0: <laughs> so, I guess, as the judge, do I, if I look at that and say, is that reasonable or excessive? I still got to go excessive. It's a fool fight, man. A kid, young kid, he, Robin, that's how he lashed out.
2: He history of oh. acting like a little fucking brat.
0: I know, that's- but I, I, I'm around a bunch of parents I'm that have a history wrong, wrong. of doing the same thing. So <laughs> I'm a little more lenient. And you, and you,
1: sports, I see a they bunch throw, of. They throw food at the brown house. They throw food at the brown house. That's just, <laughs>
0: that's
2: just Emily,
1: too. Will, Emily will get <laughs> all of them. Nah. <laughs> you
0: know, I, 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 on, I, I believe in the people's elbow. Ain't no food being thrown in this house, <laughs> I guarantee you, because the people's elbow will be unleashed. I will say, I'm going with excessive on that one, man. Cavs, y'all could have rolled. Let me collect the, the. Brother was going through something that's all all right uh oklahoma football player is now officially dually enrolled in his school in dc i think he's at one of those prep gonzaga one of those schools i don't know Gonzaga, yeah. gonzaga Prep uh, and oklahoma he's a big time prep they say he's the next coming as soon as he signed a whole bunch of people that were in the quarterback room decided to go into the transfer portal so he a bad man but is this too much can you be duly enrolled in high school and in college i'm gonna start with you superhero dj john quick have we finally reached the point of insanity where there's a high school student that is
3: enrolled in both his high school and in college what do you think i did it i did it my senior year west virginia (laughs) state college so yeah (laughs) it's i don't say it's nothing new (laughs) to be honest maybe maybe it's new to like you know uh major colleges, but you know, I was in my HBCU as a senior in high school, so yeah.
0: I didn't know I I've never done that, so that's that's awesome that you did it. That's that's cool. it. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, how it was, about it was
3: part-time, it's part-time, but you know, like I, I had like maybe like you know, just really just swimming classes and stuff like that, but nothing you know, Got major. It. But I was in school, so
1: but you were getting those credits. What do you think? Yep. Uh big float. Uh I think. Really, the high school needs to let go. I mean, you're in a college prep. The reason why you go to high school is to get to college, especially Gonzaga Prep is a is a private school. So he's accomplished that and he's gotten to college. I think let the man go, right? Why does he have to show to you? He's proven to the college that he's good enough to get in there. He's done everything. You should be proud of your, 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 your son and just let him go um, and make him do both. But then I have to also give a little side eye and say, is he really going to both schools at the same time? I don't know. I never had a whole extra semester working me. So, I don't know. That's none of my business. But I say to the high school, just let the man go off to college.
0: I ask you this, uh, Big Flo. Uh, When you say just let him go, I'm assuming because Gonzaga is one of those prep schools because the St. Thomas Aquinas of the greater Fort Lauderdale area, sorry, the illustrious St. Thomas of the greater Fort Lauderdale, Florida area, also is one of the institutions that does not allow their kids to graduate early. I think that's why he has to finish his requirements at gonzaga you're saying that they should just ignore the rest of the requirements and let him officially be a graduate
1: i figured out you know um i want to make about me my son's going to graduate early this school has a program so he does some summer school courses he can go early all the private schools pretty much around the country have the same rule you can't graduate early and i just think it's silly your goal is to place kids in college this kid's earned the right to go to college on a scholarship find a way to do something for him, but to make him do the dual thing to prove to the world that, Hey, I'm going to hold down and make sure they do everything. It just doesn't seem right. Cause the goal is to get him to college and you've already helped him do that. So right. I think it's- Maya, you get last word. What do you think?
2: Um, I, I totally disagree with Reggie. I mean, it's just like, just because you get a job doesn't mean you quit a new job. You quit the one that you're already on. Like I'm out today. And then you go like, no, you need to take care of the stuff before you leave because remember, you still have to report to they could give a report to the new employer or they could rescind that offer. So you, you I mean, you got to know what yeah. side your bread is butter, though. No, you have to be a little bit more strategic. Now I know quite a few people that were duly enrolled and high enrolled in high school and college. And what they do, it was like part day. They had their uh, high school requirements, and then at the in the afternoon, they had their actual college courses like they were testing out of the sciences and the Englishes and stuff. So, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, aren't we supposed to make sure that student athletes are just that student athletes?
0: Well, you say when you say you've got to do, you know, when you take a new job, you've got to finish up your requirements from the existing, which will soon be described as the previous job it sounds like you saying you need to steal some of the paper and the staplers <laughs> and all of that. Like you ain't doing no real work on that job. You just, you know what I'm saying? Housing. you sending a few emails and wrap ups, but I, I agree with you. I actually agree with you. So when I think of whether or not it's reasonable or excessive, um, no, I, I don't think I agree. With you. I'm sorry. My, I'm going to go with reasonable. I think at this point, the complexity of what it means to be a student athlete and the evolution of it. Dual enrollment is the next step. Uh, And so maybe Gonzaga needs to figure out a way to overcome its own structural issues, because if you're going to have such a high profile basketball, football and all the sports, high profile program, kids are going to enroll early. That's just the truth.
2: Yeah, no, you agree with me, Bob, because that's what I said. Let them enroll early. But don't just say you're done with high school because you, we know, got you in the college.
1: Well, part of it is okay. I'm saying give them a path to do that. He wanted to kids know that they want to leave early. When they, when they become recruits as sophomores. So give him a path to, to if you want him to do those requirements, give him a path, like make him take summer school courses, do some different things so that he can technically be done and get all his requirements in. Like I'm saying, my son's going to get all his classes in. They're not going to well, just that's pass.
2: That's different it. than if you do that early and get all of your requirements out of yeah, the way. The that's totally different than you're saying.
1: school doesn't allow it. So that's why he has yeah. to do. Well, no, no. Gonzaga,
0: Gonzaga's yeah. one of the schools, like St. Thomas, that doesn't allow it. And I think it's going to become. Outdated, we're the dinosaurs because everyone else is doing it. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go reasonable because it, it's it's sort of the halfway point, but Gonzaga figure it out because it's unfair to a young man at 17, 18. And who knows? He might be 19, the way uh kids do it now, but <laughs> you know, he might be 20. But it's, it's unfair for a young man, I think, to be in transition, have to, to put all that on his plate at once. All right, uh, Urban. There is a, a particular person named Marshall Falk that thinks that Urban Meyer cannot develop Trevor Lawrence, aka Sunshine at Jacksonville. Um, and because he, he hasn't had a great track record on developing quarterbacks. Uh Maya, I'll start with you. What did you think about the story?
2: Well, you know how I feel about Urban Meyer, first and foremost, and <laughs> Sunshine. So I'm gonna leave it at that. But um he only had the last time he had a great quarterback, quote unquote, was with Alex Smith. These are professionals. These are not college players. It's a totally different ball game. I am rooting for him to fail. So I <laughs> agree with Marshall Falk and say, no, Urban Meyer cannot handle uh, that big, awkward uh, people under the stairs looking quarterback.
0: Uh, I got to give you an A for honesty. That's about as transparent as anyone can be. I am rooting for him to fail,
1: and that's what Absolutely. it's going to be. Uh, Big Flo, what do you think? Is, is Marshall Falk on to something? You and I had this conversation before. I 100% agree. He's had so many great high school – sorry, great college quarterbacks, like phenomenal. Tim Tebow was one of the greatest college quarterbacks that ever played. Everybody at Ohio State was one of the greatest college quarterbacks that you ever saw, and no one made it in the NFL. So <laughs> – I think he needs to stay away from him. They shouldn't even look him in the eye. He should just say, I have a no
0: contact rule the
1: quarterback because he does not have anything to do. And even Alex Smith, he had to fight himself. You saw how much fight he has to get off of right. his leg. He had oh. to fight himself to become an NFL quarterback because he was a busted first. So, yeah, stay the hell away from the quarterback. Do everything else.
0: Superhero <laughs> DJ John Quick, you yeah. get the last argument here. Before I make my judgment, what do you think? Um, it, it, can, can Urban Meyer develop sunshine?
3: You know, some some people are quarterback whisperers, and then you have others that are quarterback poisoners, and he is the latter. So stay away, bro. Like, real talk. He's got – you know how some people got a green finger? Like, he got a black finger. Like, like, stay away, bro.
0: Stay away. Straight, straight kill him. <laughs> um, all right. So I get to make the final judgment. And I know that you guys have made some really compelling arguments, but I got to go the other way. I, I think that if it, is it reasonable or excessive? What Marshall Fox said? I think it's excessive. I think that absolutely. Uh, Urban Meyer can develop him. While you have seen uh, on the college level, you're right, and, and Big Flo and I talked about this, you've seen these players not progress at the NFL level. I mean, Urban, Urban Meyer only coached him on the college level. Their development at the NFL level was on the, the the back and the burden of the position coach. I'm betting on Urban to at least develop Trevor Lawrence. Now, if Urban does the unthinkable, as I think somebody put in here, my man Anthony Demmon thinks said it, and drafts Justin Fields, that will be the, the early nail in his coffin. He will not be a good NFL coach. Uh, so I'm going to go with excessive. Get over yourself, Marshall. Faulk. Stop talking about my coach. Why well, am talking
1: about LeVar Ball again? Yeah.
0: No,
2: because that, that statement Bobby just made was just as trash as
1: LeVar Ball. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to stand up for my coach. Don't pull the yellow teeth out on him. Nope.
2: Yeah, I got to stand up for my coach all right last
0: topic before we uh get out of the traffic court sarah fuller uh the young lady who was the kicker and um got a whole bunch of accolades related to her being the first female to uh play in a power five game she introduced kamala harris is the recognition uh, bestowed upon her is that is that reasonable or excessive i'll start with you superhero dj john quick did sarah fuller deserve to announce Kamala Harris, what do you
3: think? Hell no, (laughs) hell no. Like out of all the people they could have picked, like God, that gave that literally gave me a headache. And and you know, no shade to her, but no, no, no. That's it. No, (laughs) I can't, Uh, man. I can't with. I was was shocked. (laughs) I I know I wasn't the only one. There's no way.
0: Right, (laughs) big big flow. What do you think? Did she deserve that?
1: I'm not going to say I'm offended, but I'm close to it. Here's the thing. Kamala Harris broke through, right? She ran. She campaigned. She had a career. She did all these different things to get to the place that she's at and the position she's at to stand up for a lot of people. I'm not trying to take hate on Sarah Fuller, but it wasn't like this was her dream to be a kicker. The team was trash. They had just fired They fired the coach like the next day. They weren't doing well. Everybody had COVID. Nobody was around, and if they threw ran. in. So I'm not trying to take away from her, but it's not like she if this was her dream when she was young and she fought through and she earned a scholarship to play soccer or to, to kick in college and did something great like that. I would look at her differently, but they threw her in because they didn't have anybody else. They're getting beaten. They're trying to find a gimmick to get some attention. And again, that's not her fault, but she's don't compare the two. They're not they're not the two at all. It's 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 offensive. It is. I'm offended. I take. It. I'm offended. I go back. I'm offended. I just feel like it takes so much away from the accomplishment of Kamala Harris to throw, oh, she kicked a, she kicked a couple of field goals because we didn't have anybody else and she's a soccer player. So I don't know, I'm that's All
0: right, last but certainly not least, the executioner, uh, the Maverick, what do you think, did Sarah Fuller deserve that platform, that podium to announce the first duly elected nat- for a national election of Vice President Kamala Harris? Did Sarah Fuller deserve that honor?
2: She deserved that shit. Like, you, there's not a word to describe how obsess excessive that is. That's the most insulting white privilege shit I've ever seen in my life. What you kicked a foot? Like seriously, no one knows who S- Sarah Fuller is. The only reason why I know about I it is because it she's here. doing this show. Honestly, who? There's so many more qualified women of color. Yeah, because, you know, Kamala, she represents all women. But at the end of the day, when she's walking down the street, she is a black woman and an Indian woman. We see her as black, though. She's us. But you could have picked anyone, any other black woman to, to bring her in. And you're going to get this white football player yeah. slash soccer player, whatever fuck she play, to introduce her? That's the white privilege shit that I talk about all the time. Who is she? Bitch, you're basic as hell. I would have preferred Hillary to call. At least Hillary has a track record. But Sarah Fuller, bitch, I couldn't distinguish. I couldn't tell. I took Judge Judy. Oh, I love her. I I couldn't distinguish between Sarah Fuller and my neighbor. I don't know what these (laughs) bitches are. All
0: right, well.
2: That's that white. That is the shit, the white privilege that I'm always bitching about.
0: All right. well, how how does a judge not agree with that? Those were some very strong arguments. So in the in the case of Sarah Fuller as the person given the honor to announce Kamala Harris as the first vice president, female vice president of the United States, was that a reasonable or excessive honor? Absolutely, positively excessive. I got to go with y'all on that one. That was excessive, um, especially because you have Stacey Abrams. You have so many other people that I think uh deserved it and look at the end Stacey of the day really, you,
1: you nailed Stacy supposed Stacey to Stacey Abrams and at the yeah. end
0: of the day I mean yeah. I mean look let's be honest Sarah Fuller it, it first got to national recognition because of a squib kick out, out of halftime <laughs> right. like you know what <laughs> I mean like
2: so, now a good
0: It wasn't a good squib kick, and they had to they had to change in there Like, oh yeah, that was intentional. Like y'all down by fifty, <laughs> y'all giving y'all giving them field position. How is that intentional? This either got to be an onside or kick it deep, real deep. Y'all need Even every
2: yard. for introducing our new VP is I was for winning the damn Oscar. Think about, bitch, who are you? What did you act in that movie? Huh? You weren't in. Yeah. What movie
0: great analogy all right y'all we we're gonna leave it there this has been the traffic court where you have uh the judge myself a, a b brown esq aka the ball Hall, aka the mouth south aka mr success celebration you have the jury uh my man the maestro superhero dj john quick and big flow from the big flow show and you have the executioner none other than the maverick miss majestic maya we appreciate y'all this week i'm gonna take it home uh y'all give everybody a piece and we will see you next week in the ball hog sports talk We out alright you all right y'all uh as we come home on this episode of Destroy and Rebuild, we talked about a lot of things that have been destroyed and now need to be rebuilt. In the center court, we talked about this this, this idea and, and this acceptance that athletes are, are just that, athletes. Kyrie, I think, has done a good job of sharpening his tools to destroy that narrative. And I'm interested to see how he rebuilds it from this point forward. But it's going to require us, uh, those in this community, to be, re- be, be receptive of this new narrative. Uh, and with that, that ends this particular episode of the BallHawk Sports Talk. Like we ask you every week, humbly, please like, please comment, please share. We add to that now. From this point forth, we ask you also to please subscribe to our podcast, which you can find on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. This has been the BallHawk Sports Talk with your boy, B. Brown ESQ, aka the BallHawk, aka the Mouth of the South, aka Mr. Excessive Celebration. This has been the Destroy and Rebuild episode. And with that, we out. Y'all enjoy new administration, new president, new hope. Let's look forward. I'm out. Peace.